Welcome to the daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at VFNTV.com. Enjoy. If you missed the earlier part of our program, Kim Clement has passed, and we did it, had, a, had a tribute to him. Mm-hmm. Also, he gave a prophetic word about Donald Trump in 2007 and how God would be using Trump for a trumpet to be able to secure our borders but also about the great awakening, what happens yeah. when you return to your passion. It really makes me think about you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember my encounter with God too, but you know, here you are as a Marine. Mm-hmm. You just came back from you know, defending us in Iraq and fighting for us, and I appreciate your service. And uh, here you are trying to transition back from <laughs> shooting oh, yes. and being shot at and, yes. and living on the edge to people like Americans who are just very demanding and don't understand what it takes. Because 1% of America fights for the other 99%. So that means 99% don't have a clue Mm -hmm. what it's like to be able to fight, you know, for their country. But, you know, you came back and you didn't know Jesus. I mean, you came back and didn't know the Lord. Jesus was the last thing on my mind. Yeah, right. So talk to (laughs) us, man. Tell us about this radical encounter. Well, to me, transitioning out of the Marine Corps was the hardest season of my life because a lot of times people think that you have a transition you go through that well just by the way my contract worked out i didn't have that i got back from a deployment in fallujah iraq about two to three weeks weeks later i'm now a civilian and i'm out that's, that's it. pretty dramatic v- very so you're walking around in camis one day with guns and strapped to your chest yes. and, and and three weeks later i'm i'm done i'm back in america and and even in that when I came back and I visited relatives, I wanted to start over. So I moved across the country to Florida and uh, I didn't even know how to be a civilian again. I was like, okay, well, I just, I, I, I need a job. Right. And uh, I waited tables as a server when I was in college. So I was like, I guess I'll just wait tables again. So wait so, a minute now. So you're saying that you went from defending us and yep. being shot at and shooting a tip of the spear. Yeah, reconnaissance, right. Reconnaissance to all of a sudden say, would you like some sugar sweet tea? Correct. That's yeah. not a good transition. You know, we gotta no. do better at how we're honoring and transitioning yes. our soldiers, but so that's what happened. So, yeah, wow. yeah and, and in that, I'm having to deal with patience <laughs> very, very quickly. The learning curve was, was, was very steep, and I had a really hard time trying to, you know, help people at the same time not doing things that you just you just can't do. So it's easy to lose it at a time like oh, that because you're so stressed. Oh, absolutely. You're still you're in the battle mindset. I mean, I, I was leaving work every day in right. tears. I, I I remember sitting. We saw um, people don't understand. They're oh, talking yes. to a waiter or a waitress. I mean, first of all, as Christians, we didn't treat, treat anybody yeah. that way. But you know, just because they're serving you tea, don't mean that that something can go wrong. Oh yes. Right? Yeah. And 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 I remember. I distinctly remember sitting on my couch multiple times knowing that um, one situation could have gone wrong just by, just, I, I had no patience. I just, I had no fuse, right. as some people say. What's so petty in America? I, Things I, that people are worried about. Exactly, and, and, and that's the hard thing is that we don't have that grid. We don't have that connection with veterans if we've never, or with military, if we've never been put into a situation. So listening to people complain about their cell phone service or, you know, what, on their pizza. What they watched on TV, it was just like, right. you're alive, right. you have TV. So, and it's hard to, to try to give that paradigm when we take it so easily for granted because we have everything at our fingertips in America. So I'm just trying to survive. And I, 
the way it just worked out, I, I didn't know how to communicate. I was trying to move forward, trying to uh, progress through that season in my life. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't able to communicate with a lot of guys that I served with. I wasn't communicating with a lot of my relatives because uh, they wanted me to talk about what I experienced, but I didn't even really have words for the reality of like, I'm alive. Right. Like I just survived two combat deployments. So it's, if, if you've got family, if you've got friends, um, if your spouse just got home from war, give them time to breathe. Give them time to kind of exhale because they themselves are kind of trying to figure it out too. So it's difficult when you have everybody saying, hey, I'm here for you. What happened? What happened? What happened? Just give them a, give them a moment because that's what I was going through. And it was just like, I don't even know. I mean, let me just hit the stop button here. So I'm now waiting tables and um, my boss at the time, which was just, you know, uh, a moment that God used, they would always put me in, 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 a, in a section where I would get like four or five, five, five tables all at the same time. And for those who wait tables, that can be kind of stressful. And coming from war, I'm like, I just didn't want to deal with any stress. I was just kind of trying to, I need to take a break. And, um, but waiting tables, it just wasn't the best place for me. And uh, one particular night, um, a lady just lost it because I forgot her ranch dressing. No. Oh, yeah. And I'm doing all that I can to work on all these different What's tables. What's she saying? Um, the best way I can describe it is she went straight drill instructor. I mean, she had, she had fingers in my face. She was literally screaming. I mean, I was getting spit on. And I'm doing all I can um, not to end her life. That's... Because you're in the, also in that military mindset oh, yes. at that point. Well, one, one of like the attack, things... Attack. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the things that's so important to, to think about and, and recognize is that I went through two years of intensive training before I even deployed to Fallujah. I mean, you name it, I, a lot of the things I learned. And when I got out, it was just kind of like handshake, here's your document, thank you, enjoy the rest of your life. Like, Go there, tables. Yeah, <laughs> there was no way, that, they, they teach you how to turn that survival instinct on. They don't really train you how to turn mm -hmm. it off. You just have to kind of walk it out so she's pointing at you she's yelling at you yes. about ranch about ranch dressing, dressing. and uh and she don't have a clue what's really going on okay i just snapped oh my goodness what i happened? just snapped wow. um i just saw red i just started crying you blacked out um, like in in red? one moment i i literally i saw myself punching her in the throat mm -hmm. i saw myself killing her and i saw myself standing over her body in an instant because that's what you just did over it was just like, and war. That's war. That's a war. I mean, like. when you've got threats around you, you, you have to be able to assess it. And two weeks ago, you were in war. Two weeks prior to that. Yeah, but yeah, about a month ago at that okay. time, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what do you By do. Like, this is not good. This is not, okay. That and 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 that's yeah. what I'm dealing with. I'm just like I know how I would handle this, but I'm in an environment that mm -hmm. wouldn't really respond well to me, and uh, I just shut down. The hardest thing for me was. I didn't think I had the ability to control my own hands because I knew what I was capable of doing. I was so afraid of my own abilities that I just, I just shut down. I just started crying. I started shaking. I was, I was so afraid of my own self more than what could have happened. I just, I just walked away. And I left the table and I walked back to that area where you get more uh, soda or pop or plates or and napkins Coke. and that. Coke. Train station. Wherever you are regionally, it can be a different word. And um, now, mind you, God was the last, last thing on my mind. 
I want to highlight that enough. Jesus, I was like, if someone talked to me about Jesus, I'd be like, that's cool if that's your, that's not my thing. I'm for you. I'm just not for that. At that moment, I had no other option. I had played all my resources and I was, people say I hit rock bottom. I hit the bottom of the rocks. That, that's how bottom I was. And I said, I said, God, I don't know who you are and I don't know where you are. But if you don't come down here and if you don't take this, I'm going to kill somebody. Or I'm going to kill myself. And as soon as those words left my lips, it was like somebody was standing on me and they just, they just got off. All that pressure disappeared. It immediately was just like, and that scared me more than almost killing the lady because I knew that was God. So you didn't know God. <laughs> no God. But you talked to a God you didn't know. He and showed up he and his responded. presence immediately yes. delivered you from that. And that scared me more. And I was just kind of like, and you know, the sounds of like dishes and people talking and sports mm -hmm. in, in a restaurant going on. And I'm having this encounter and dialogue with God. Like, okay, now what do you do? Right. And at that time, there was another waiter who had been talking to me about Jesus from time to time. And I was just like, can I talk to you for a second? Because <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of in some uncharted territory. I think I just <laughs> talked to God and he answered. Well, I told him what had happened. And at that time, we had worked probably eight or ten hours working a, a shift back to back. And he said, let's go get something to eat. So we went to another restaurant mm -hmm. and talked for like four hours. And I ended up giving my life to the Lord That's because awesome. I was introduced to who that was. That was Jesus Christ. That's so amazing. You know, and I just want to talk to the soldiers that are out there right now and the citizens who are demanding more ranch dressing. <laughs> you know, as Christians, you know, we talk to waiters. They say t sometimes the toughest time in the restaurant is on Sundays when Christians come to the restaurant. Mm. They're, they're picky. They're demanding. They don't tip well. And it's like, we're the church. We're yeah. supposed to be given more and blessing and helping. And, and my goodness, it could be a Marine that just came back from war that you're asking for more ranch dressing and to honor. But I want to encourage you, if you're that soldier right now and you're thinking, man, that is my story. That is so my story. I don't know what to do. And I'm, I'm literally thinking about ending my life, ending things or ending mm -hmm. someone else's life. I want to encourage you right now. You can call out to God and he'll answer just like you did for Steve. You could just say, God, I need you. And that's what he's wanting for. That's, what he's, that's what's happening. I mean, Steve was set up by God to call out to a God that he didn't even acknowledge until the pressure came on. And when he did, God rescued him mm. and delivered him. You rescued a lot of people as a soldier, and I thank you for your service. But now God wants to rescue you. You need rescuing. I want you just to call out to God now and just say, God, Jesus, I want you in my life. I need you, Lord. As a matter of fact, I want to pray with you right now. Let's just pray with everyone. Father God, we just thank you for the men and women who have served us in military, God. I thank you for Steve's service. I thank you for encountering him when he called out to you. But I pray right now for those that are listening and watching, Father God, that they are at that same place and they don't know what to do. God, as they call out to you, God, that you would encounter them, set them free, bring them into the family, Father God. Even now, even now. And Lord, we ask you, God, end abortion, sin revival, sin a third great awakening. And I want to encourage you this. Find out about our stories, more about our stories, how we met God through His Son, 
Jesus Christ at meetmyfather.org. God bless. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Data Radio program, where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at vfntv.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app, where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at vfntv.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, you can do so at vfntv.com. VFN TV and the Daily Radio Program, where we're keeping the conversation light. Thank you.